There we go. go. Okay. How's it going, Ulysses? Good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you are good. I was uh, trying to invite some fellow followers uh, into the room. Man, oh man, Uh, it's been a rough stretch for the Tampa Bay Rays over the last, uh, really since Monday, since Tyler Glass now went down, it has been a rough stretch for the Rays as they have now lost four straight games. I will say the only good thing, not not many good things about last night's game, the the fact that it was uh, less than three hours and the fact that Joe West uh, wasn't the home plate umpire. That's about all I got, Ulysses. And four, a four-game losing streak is going to happen no matter what. It's a 162-game season, so you, you. This is that it's too easy for the fan uh, to see a drop of energy as soon as the glass now injury happened. And so, like when you can correlate things, even though you know causation does not mean, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, causation. I forget. Uh, causation does not equal correlation. Thank you, Zach, for the assist. Um, th- but it's easy to to you know connect the dots there, and and it sucks because you know Glass is such a big part of what the Rays were doing in 2021, and he goes down four game losing streak, and against the Mariners. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna talk crap about the Mariners too much, but you expect you know to win this series. I mean, it, you you know we we could lose this series. You know, it's it's o two. You get swept in this series, the way the Rays are playing right now. Uh, Zach, Carlos, Zach, I think you were first on the docket here. Um, how are you managing uh, with the glass now injury and everything that's happened with the Rays organization in the past week? You know, it, it's been a tough week. This has been, but here's the perspective I have on it. This has been the toughest week in a long while. And to be honest, we've had a pretty good season so far, so it's, a little, we've been a little spoiled, but this has definitely been a tough week. And I think, really, it's what, what made it really tough. I think was when you saw, okay, so we lost Glass now, and then we saw the first crack at trying to replace him, and it was just like, not, not great, not great. And so, I, it makes you a little nervous about like down the road, what are we looking at? And you have to imagine at some point some of these guys who are playing really well in Triple A have to come up. I know that I know Brasso just got sent down, so I am. I think I will be in a slightly better mood if somebody like Luis Patino or someone like that gets brought up later in the afternoon to help out with this, all this stuff. I think I'll be in a little better mood. Uh, very good points there, Zach. Yeah, Brasso was sent down to Triple A for the second time. This week, and I hear a lot of talk about Drew Rasmussen maybe being the guy that gets the call up sooner rather than later. <clears throat> Numbers are just insane in AAA. The strikeout rate, he's got the high 90s fast on the slider off of that. Uh, I know Carlos is muted right now, but I did want to get his oh, take. I'm here. Uh, uh, how's it going? Uh, how are you managing with the glass now injury and, and how the Rays uh, have struggled in the past week? Uh, just a, a rough week, I guess, if you're a Rays fan. Yeah, it's um, well. First of all, good morning. <laughs> good morning. And, uh, good yes, morning. and a little bit more listeners here as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's been pretty tough. I was uh, I was hoping that maybe it would be something that was maybe like a a short term thing, or maybe just like a ten day IL thing and all that. So when the when it came down that it was going to be a little bit worse, and then they're hoping that he might be able to come back towards what is it towards the end of the season or whatever. Um, it just made it it just made it worse. 
Um, and then you could tell, you know, the guy was really frustrated with, with everything, you know, you know, from his press conference and everything. And, uh, and it's just, I think it might've killed the spirit of the team for a little bit here, especially with the last two or three games. And then, you know, especially what is it? They're, they're down Oh two already in this series. Um, so it's just, it hasn't, it hasn't been that great. And, and Melissa is a, is a way bigger Glasnow fan than I am. And, uh, you know, we just were just kind of deflated about it. And it's like, man, do we really want to stay up this late <laughs> to watch these games? <laughs> and then they, you know, they lose on just like, it's just, they're, they're not, they're not looking like a very spirited team at the moment. So, right. Melissa, I want to get your take too. I, I mean, how are you dealing and managing all the news that has come about in the last week? It's not great. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I, well, I'm particularly hurt because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> and, um, that's why. That's that's why you're so – look, besides being a Rays fan, it's the fact – the fantasy implications too. Look, in the last couple of days, I've had like four guys go day-to-day or on the injured list, so I'm struggling as well. I, I'm yeah. right there with you. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of like a double whammy, if you will. Um, but I think, um, like, it's just so – it's so unfortunate because he was – you know, he had been having like a – a good season and um and like then seeing so i watched the um the post game show where he did the press mm-hmm. conference and he was talking about like the um the different you know ways that maybe like when they're going on the road people like rub the balls differently and then they're not like they can't get the same grip or whatever right and he was really thoughtful and I mean, but that's, he's always seems quite thoughtful whenever he's, you know, speaking with the press or whatever, but, um, you know, he, you could tell he chose his words carefully and then just to see like the garbage on Twitter, like start to pick it apart, like, um, you know, saying he was cheating and stuff like that and just taking it way out of context. Like that was, that was, you know, I mean, not unexpected, I guess, but disappointing. And then, um, and then I saw that like Steven uh, Souza Jr. had tweeted something stupid about it too, and it's like, come on, man, like don't be an idiot. Oh, can you tell me what he he tweeted? Um, I gotta find it. He's gonna find it, but he he said something to the effect about like you know Cheating. cheating and all this stuff. And what makes me mad is like there isn't a team, there isn't 29 other teams that would take Glasnow in two seconds to be part of their lineup. And and then to say all that, and then obviously you know, look at Garrett Cole. That guy should have been literally like raked over the coals for the crap he said in the way that he waffled through trying to answer the initial questions that he got regarding using you know stuff to sticky substance and all that. Yeah, I think you know what. So Melissa, first off, was it other Rays fans that were calling glass now a cheater or were it, or was it uh, fans of other teams or a mix of everybody? Everybody was piling on them. I mean, I, I, what I saw was like, it seemed like it was mainly a mix of like other, other teams. I didn't really see anybody. There was like one person I saw that was an alleged Rays fan that said something like, Oh, I lost all respect for him or something. And it's like, well, um, you don't really even understand like what, like, I don't think you were listening. You maybe right. read like an excerpt from it, but you didn't listen to the whole thing, you know? 
this um, might be a this might be a, a controversial thing I'm about to say, but you know, whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> one when you comment on Twitter, it should be like a, you know, like a gate code that you have to go through. <laughs> like it, it says, "Have you read the article? Did you actually read uh, listen to the whole right. audio?" Like you know, some some type of like gate coding, gatekeeping before somebody just spews something you know, without the actual knowledge of what just what you're talking about, of, of, of what the comment is. I mean, I don't know how you you watch those six minutes, eight minutes. I don't know how, how long it was uh, that Tyler Glasson was 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 going off. Dude, he made several good points. I yeah. mean, I mean, I'm not a doctor and he's not a doctor, but I mean, we can we all went through physics class in, in, in high school. And we and we, we know that if if you throw something and then you and then you. Now you're putting, squeezing that ball and you're throwing it. You're probably using much, many more muscles, much more force. And that can affect your shoulder, your, your biceps, your forearms in ways that it didn't before. I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science, right? Right. I did find the Steven Souza Jr. tweet. Um, So he tweeted, how does this sentence look? I got hurt because I was cheating. They can't tell me not to cheat in the middle of the year. Because then I might get hurt from cheating. No, so a lot of people and some people I recognize, like from, you know, just kind of the Twitter circle of Rays fans, you know, piled on and, you know, called him out on, you know, that was just something stupid to even say. And you're clearly not under you are taking it way out of context. So he did double back like a little while later like later that day and said, okay, here's some of you guys on sunscreen and rosin. And maybe the word cheating is possibly too, is probably too far. That's on me. But where is any responsibility going to be taken? Uh, so, it will be. That's disappointing. Cause like, he's a former. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and and I'm disappointed that the Dodgers signed this moron. So <laughs> I, I think yeah, some of it, maybe he has a little bit that. of, yeah, maybe he has a little bit of sour grapes from because he has the last couple of years had a rough go of it and maybe just, I don't know, trying to take his shots here and there. Look, yeah. I think if people are getting on Tyler Glass now, there's a lot worse people, right. uh, a lot more uh, egregious characters out there uh, using the spider tech and uh, motor, whatever it is that they're using. Look, <laughs> I, I heard an interview recently from – Jerry Blevins, and he said, I mean, a longtime big leaguer, I think he just recently retired. I mean, he was big leaguer for 10, 12 years, uh, he, uh, and, and a pitcher, of course. And look, he knows the game. Um, he made the point of he never had to use any sort of substance or rosin or anything, not through uh, youth ball, not through high school. I don't even think through college either until he got to the major leagues. Basically, he said the major league baseball is crap. Like, there's no standardization. It's so slick. Like, this wasn't even an issue till I got to the big leagues. How crazy is that where the the baseball at the highest level isn't as good quality uh, or doesn't have as good grip as Little League or high school? Like, that is insane. So yeah. I think this is uh, a lot of it. It's a two-way street. Yeah, I think the players, they, they saw a little bit of a loophole and, and took it way too far and, and – Coaches and front office types getting in there and egging them. Hey, you can get a little bit more spin here if you add this. And, you know, they're not really enforcing the rule. Uh, but then again, also, uh, maybe the reason that these players have had to resort to using a little bit of sunscreen mixed with rosin is because they can't get a damn grip on the ball. Well, Kevin, I, I, I mean, that's a huge, huge problem. Yeah, but, but uh, I look, 
anybody that uses something, yes. Are they technically cheating? Yes, they are. They're going against the rules because the rules say do not put something on the ball. So, yeah, it's, if, if, if we want to be technical, everybody's cheating if they're putting something on the ball. However, I think people in baseball know that there are there is a difference between adding spin rate and just getting grip. So if the if the sunscreen and and Rawson is just for grip purposes, well then I think that should be okay. And I think a lot of ball, ball, ball players would be okay with that. It's the spin rate, the enhancing of your performance, of your sliders, of your breaking balls, which definitely is a fact that does add uh, RPMs to your to your breaking ball. So I, I, look, this all starts with the this stupid tradition of you know hand making baseballs. Look, it's not eighteen eighty eight. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, it was cute. Look, oh, look, how cute that we make our baseballs. <laughs> awesome. It's lovely. Okay, can we move on now? Can we, Can we like, move on from the cuteness and, like, make a standardized baseball so that, I, you know, in Canada, in Toronto, the same ball is the same one as in San Diego and as it is in Tampa, as it is in Miami. It should be. I mean, when, when they play basketball, LeBron's like, hmm, this basketball feels a little funny. It's a little bit bigger, or like no, that doesn't happen. A hockey puck, it like it's it, it. They're all the same. It's the same item. Why can't we make baseball the same item? Except it's the Patriots and Tom Brady. That's where they they <laughs> the only other exactly. <laughs> of manipulating a ball to their advantage with that. But yeah, so uh, this was a discussion we had uh, on the podcast throughout the week regarding the the impact and what the Rays are to do with Tyler Glass now being uh, out for, I guess there, there was some good news that uh, he's not going to throw for four weeks and then they'll put him on a rehab process and see how he does. So he may be coming back in mid, late September. That remains to be seen. But for all intents and purposes, the Rays aren't going to see him for quite a while and of course the the short answer or the quick answer right now is to elevate michael walker into the rotation and that has uh, that wasn't very good uh, yesterday against the mariners he has a cutter that doesn't cut and uh the, he was basically singled to death by the seattle mariners but um where zach carlos melissa uh mark if you want to hop on as well um just what the Rays should do. Do you see them going out and trading for a veteran starting pitcher? I know we had the, the, the talk about Max Scherzer, of course, and, and Sonny Gray and, and all the names out there. Or are the Rays going to take the uh, take the approach of we are going to ride with the guys we got. We're going to ride with uh, Shane Baz and uh, Brent Honeywell and Luis Patino and Chris Archer if and when he comes back. And uh, our, our, our trades are going to be guys getting back healthy from the injured list uh, and from AAA. Uh, Zach, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and start with that. For me, I just think that it makes more sense to promote from within only because the only way I think we really see a benefit from getting someone who's a free agent is if we get like a Max Scherzer or a Sunny Gray, somebody who's like a top-of-the-line starter. Unless we're going and getting that guy, which is not likely, then I don't really see the benefit of getting like, you know, a Kevin Gosman. Like, I don't really like... Like how 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 much is that really going to help us? I I think it's much better off to go for someone like, you know, really like Patino. He's pitched very well. So has Brasbies and Austin. I don't think he's given up a run in Triple A last time I checked. He hadn't. And so you've got Honeywell down there as well. I just think it makes more sense to let those guys get up because they're going to be a part of your future at some point anyway. So if you if you have those innings available at the major league level, I feel like you should give them to those guys instead of giving them to a a vet 
who may or may not do a good job with them. And then, well, and then now you've just got, you know, you may have mixed results and not really any benefit in the long term, which you could have by letting some of our guys pitch. I also just want to see Chris Archer pitch. Zach, yes. Sags on my boat, Kevin. I got Zach hey, on my they're, boat. They're paying, they're paying Chris Archer $6.5 million for a reason, not to sit on his butt. Yeah. And, uh, hey, I bought a jersey. <laughs> I bought a jersey. You know, this year, and he pitched all of two, like one inning, and I'm I'm still a little depressed about that. So he can get back on the mind at least for a little bit because I'm, I'm going to be really depressed. Look, it's the Pirates' curse. Glass now getting hurt. Chris Archer getting hurt. Yeah. It was a crap 2020 year, and then Shane Boz. God forbid something doesn't happen to him. Um, Carlos, like you wrapped in bubble wrap or something. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Carlos Melissa. Um, I would. So I would think that I would, if they were going to make a move, it would be because they feel that maybe there's still some development that needs to be done with the guys that they have that you know they're looking to, to bring up next. And then also, if they did make a move, the caliber of person that they would bring in, I think it would not be like a Sonny Gray or a Scherzer or whatever, because it's just it's just not something that they would do where they give up, you know, a lot of prospects for a rental or whatever. And I just I just think that, like, honestly, if they were going to go get somebody else, it'll be somebody that'll be like a tear down from one from one of those guys that they feel is adequate enough to fill the need that needs to be there. But I also just, it just makes me question what they think about the guys that they have waiting to come up. And I think Zach, you made a good point where he said like, you know, they, they have to be, they're going to be part of the future. So if they're ready, like bring them up now and, and get them in there and get them going and stuff like that. So it, it, that's kind of just where I think about it with, with that. And then, Melissa, if you want to, I didn't know if you had anything to add or if you have a, a take on this. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to give up, like, a lot of prospects either. And and I don't think, I just don't think they would do, like, I guess what, needed, what would need to be done to get, like, a higher caliber pitcher like a Scherzer. I'm not including Sonny Gray in this because that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but, like, um, but I I just don't think they would do what, you know, like, that's just how they roll. Like they're just not going to do what would need to be done to like pay out that money or whatever to, I just don't think they would. And I don't think they would give up their prospects either. And I mean, last year, um, wasn't, you know, McClanahan got called up like kind of at the last minute and you know, it, he, it was touch and go there for a while, but he's, you know, gotten better like this season. So I think it'll kind of be looking towards the group that they have like on deck to, like looking towards that future, I'd like yeah. to see more Honeywell come up. I mean, he he was pretty good in the the brief time that he had. I think maybe giving him a little bit longer leash there to see how he does. Yeah, he can because I mean that guy was lights out for a little bit there, and it would be awesome if he ended up being that way and just you know ended up being part of the rotation there after a while. So. Yeah, and, and theoretically, you could have something if things go according to plan and everybody stays healthy or gets healthy, uh, which, again, that's not a sure thing, especially with the uh, MLB substance mandate that's coming down. You could theoretically have, I mean, we, we have to remember the guys that are recovering and still in the minors, and you could have, I mean, you could have last now back 
by the time the playoff starts. You could have Archer in the fold. You add that to Fleming, McClanahan, Yarbrough, Ridshill, Michael Walker. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> and then you're you're bringing guys like Nick Anderson back, and maybe Brennan McKay is ready. He started throwing at the alternate site. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that. Uh, and that's not even mentioning Patino and Honeywell and uh, so many other guys as well. Like, uh, I, it seems like what they've got a lot of arms that I know it's not the the big name, it's not the uh, the big veteran who's who's been a three or a four time All Star and has pitched in the postseason, but uh, they they do have a stash that they can. Again, Ulysses, we've had this discussion. Um, it might not be. You know, as intimidating as a, a White Sox one, two, three, but they'll they'll mix and match you to death if they have to do that over the course of uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I want to hear from Mark. Mark, uh, first, welcome to the room. Uh, what do, what are your thoughts on this? Um, well, uh, thanks, guys. Um, no, I, I I personally think we should be looking at the um, the guys like Honeywell Junior and. Um, I think I'm seeing a lot of these uh, names like your your Sonny Greys and your. Uh, I I just don't think it's realistic. Um, we've got a really good. Uh, we've got some really good youngsters, and and I think we should be taking advantage of that. And as you say, as I've heard from the the, the guys before, uh, we should be looking to introduce these guys for the future. This is the time to look at them. This is the time to for them guys to shine. One hundred percent, because you know, if if you look at what uh, windows of opportunity, and we've we've talked about this um, during the off season, Kevin. Uh, you know, twenty eighteen was the beginning of it, right? The ninety win season. They made it really interesting, and it's when all these young guys came up, right? And they've had a wave of success, even going to the World Series, obviously. But like twenty twenty one is a weird year, and the, and they themselves called it a transition year. Well, if it's a transition year, wouldn't it be nice? to be able to get some innings from the young guy so that your window of opportunity in 2022, 2023, you don't have to put them in high-pressure situations because you use 2021 to do that. I feel like that that yeah. would be huge. And, yeah, glass now injury, oh, look, that is gut-wrenching, and it's a punch uh, to the team and to the fandom as well. But you could really use that to energize them and, and, and put a Patino up there, put a Brent Honeywell. And I, I this name never gets uh, really a, a lot of spotlight on him because that's how deep the race system is. But Joe Ryan, uh, I know he, he's in right now uh, in Team USA for the, for the Olympic Games, uh, at least the pre-Olympic Games, um, the qualifiers. I'm, I'm sure that he would... Uh, he would be you know, uh, just chomping at the bit to get that shot at the major league. So that's a name that I think we could also look at because Michael Walker, I don't, I'm not going to crap on Michael Walker. I think honestly for three and a half million dollars, what he's done has been serviceable. It's been right about what I thought Michael Walker was going to be. So I'm not going to crap on him. He's that pitcher and they got yeah. that pitcher to, to be that. They got Michael Walker to be Michael Walker. I, I, anybody that thought Michael Walker was going to go off and, and, and have a glass knot type season, I think was looking at, at it through rose colored glasses. But no, this is the time. I, I feel like you got to show the, the young guys from, from the, from the farm system sometime in the major league so that they, they are able to do that next year without an issue. Yeah, and the other issue you have is if you're a team that's trading for one of these veteran pitchers, what's to say that uh, with all these mandates coming down and not being able to use these substances that they've been so used to their entire career that they could 
have what happened to Tyler Glass now, where the next start out that they blow out their arm or something happens to them, and like oh, we just gave up this prospect and that prospect, and we got one two starts out of this guy, and now right. we're ready. Like that doesn't look. You got to be very very careful about how you go about that. Uh, Steve, uh, I don't know if you want to chime in here. We also got Jesus. Um, uh, regarding the Tyler Glass now discussion and whether or not the Rays will make a trade or uh, some sort of acquisition to try to alleviate those issues. Um, hey, Zeus, uh, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Hey, man. Um, well, I'm a very positive guy, and I'm always, I always believe that we have a chance to win it all. But I think that I think this year, even though we're playing really well, I think we should focus on the young guys because at the end of the day, we're going to have, a, I think we're going to have a way better chance uh, next year because of all the health issues, you know? Right. And um, that way also, I believe that you give some time to some, for some of the pitchers to maybe adapt to not using uh, certain substances. I know that glass now is going to be hurt, but I mean, I don't know. Um, I would say, I would say risk it all and go for the world series, but that's me every year. <laughs> and that's not smart every year. But um, I think this year it's better to go deep into the playoffs with our young guys so they can get that experience. So then next year and the following year, we can actually say, okay, we're actually contending. Like, we're really going for it, you know? I think that's probably going to be the smarter approach because all these young guys are under contract anyways, you know? We don't have the pressure of re-signing, example, uh, Randy or any of these pitchers for the most part. I know that uh, Glasnow is going into arbitration soon, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll trade Glasnow, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully we don't, but knowing the Rays, you never know, you know what I mean? So uh, we'll see. I, I think that it's better uh, to let the young guys come up and, and, you know, give them some experience in the majors, you know, like Patino and, and Honeywell and all these guys so they can uh, be ready for when, when it's time for them to deliver because this year – um, I don't know, man. The Padres are really good. <laughs> you know, uh, the Dodgers, you can't really sleep on the Dodgers. The Giants, you never know if they'll make it out of, out of that division. Um, and honestly, you know, we had a bunch of, a bunch of injured pitchers last year, you know, in the World Series, right? We had a bunch of, a bunch of pitchers that couldn't pitch. So, you know, by next year, they'll be, they'll, they'll be back in the fray, hopefully. So I think that, I think that this is the year to really transition. I can't, I can't say that they would be thinking, this year to go after a, some sort of a veteran pitcher to try to, you know, go far in the playoffs when they told us that it's a transition year, you know? I think this is the perfect year for that transition. You know, we already made the trade. We, we traded Willie, so now we're transitioning into, you know, having um, uh, Taylor Walls in there, you know what I'm saying? And then soon we're going to have to do the transition for either Bruhan or, or, um, or Wander or maybe both. So I believe that this is the year that we need to transition. I don't think, I don't think we should even entertain – uh, Max Scherzer or anything like that. I know, you know, we're fans and we want to we wanna see our team win. But if we want to be a little bit more realistic, I think we're going to have way more firepower next year and the following year than this year with any move we can make um, in terms of trades or whatever. Kevin, so that's my opinion. Kevin, uh, it just makes me feel so vindicated to, 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 to hear what this, this room is saying because on the Twitter world, which is a perverse and twisted social media – uh, you hear just so many reactionary takes and and not really living in the real world. So I'm I'm glad that all of you here in this in in this room are 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 not like that and 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 are taking every the team in context. You know who are they? Who, who what what kind of moves have they done in the past? 
what kind of moves can they do in the future? I mean, this is all just to get a $200 million contract. That's so not how the race have been successful. And I know it's, it's fun to talk about. It's just uh, not very real in, in the context of who the Tampa Bay Rays are. And also, People that uh, are are clamoring for for a big time contract to be put in their laps, like, uh, hello, don't you want to <laughs> use that money for Wander? <laughs> like, Extensions, I mean, yes. Uh, all they all they have to do is see New York Yankees. Yes, like yeah. I mean, Jacoby Ellsbury. Does that ring yeah. a bell? Anybody? Like, come on, like, yeah. Why are you going to put two hundred million dollars on a Max Scherzer or uh, whoever you know, yeah. Type X pitcher? No, use that money for Wander. I want I want to buy a Wander damn jersey, and I want to use it for the next eight years, and I yeah. want to use it in the Publix Park Stadium in exactly. Hillsborough County. While I'm eating my chicken tender sub, yes, and watching from the what is it, the Louisiana hot sauce spot <laughs> deck there, or or Publix Park in Orlando. Come on, guys! Don't oh, no, 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 no. Hey, hey you got, you got Carlos and Melissa there. Yeah, you Carlos Woo! and Melissa are happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Orlando Lakeland. Let's get it correct. There you you go. Lakeland. Sure. All right, I'm, I'll meet you at the yeah. middle, Kevin. I'll meet you at the middle. I got. There we go. Halfway between. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, you could almost make the argument that if the Rays were going to really go for it, the reason that they would is if Tyler Glass now was still healthy and the Rays had the best record in baseball. Right. Okay. Now, all right, we might really have a chance here. So let's go add a Sonny Gray. But now with the injury to him and everything that's happening, they might just – I mean, it, it's so funny how in literally a matter of three, four days – um, the Rays go from having the best record in baseball to now basically three, four teams have surpassed them as far as that uh, as far as that that goes. I mean, Boston's right on their tail as well. The White Sox have a better record. Oakland has a better record. Uh, San Francisco, L.A. has a better record. So things really change, and I, I still think the Rays are legitimately a playoff team going forward. But you just have to wonder what they're thinking internally with all of that. And um, yeah, it's going to be crazy to think what happens. You know, the Rays are so on an interesting run right now with so many prospects that are chomping at the bit or will be chomping at the bit. I, I really hope what doesn't happen, and I don't want to be all doom and gloom here, is that uh, there's a work stoppage and things get set back even more so after this year. And you have the issue of you know, players missing minor league seasons and not getting the work in that they normally would. And that leads to a setback for your Wander Francos and your Vidal Brujans and all your pitchers on the shelf. And they're having to go to private facilities to try to get their work in. And it's like th- this is a prime opportunity for the Rays to, to really hone in on prospect development and if you have some sort of work stoppage that extends you know into spring training or uh into april i mean that can really be really be disconcerting for a team that that's like knocking on the door to be really really competitive for the next half decade or so this would be the worst case scenario kevin and uh, of course, it would happen when the, when the Tampa Bay Rays have, a, have the biggest window of opportunity that they have ever had. Uh, let's hope not. Let's hope that, you know, the CBA talks uh, go as smoothly as possible. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, you saw the, the, the attitude between MLBPA and the owners last year. And you keep seeing it this year. It's, they do not like each other right now. They just don't, and it's obvious for <laughs> for people that are just watching uh, from from a third person perspective. So hopefully uh, that doesn't happen because it, it would really put uh, a big dent 
into this window of opportunity uh, for the race. And, and so that, you know, that actually gives you more, more of a point to, to have the young guys play in 2021. Do yeah. not go out there and get some middling veteran uh, pitcher just to like kind of stabilize your rotation. No, no, give that to Patino, give that to Joe Ryan, give them the taste. So if the worst thing happens and there is work stoppage, they're not starting from zero. They have that a little bit of experience. I bet Shane McClanahan was really happy that in 2021, he had already been on the mound at MLB with the brightest of lights in the World Series and in the playoffs. I mean, that helps a young a young guy like that. So I think if they can do that with a lot of their pitchers who might be ready, the Joe Ryans, the Patinos, I think that would be great. The Honeywells, uh, good point, Carlos. I, I think Honeywell would be really nice. The the problem with Honeywell is obviously the the, the health aspect and how much are they going to stretch them out. Um, that's that's the biggest question mark. But yeah, uh, good point, Kevin. Uh, I really hope you're wrong, but I see where you're coming from. Manfred, you're killing, what are you doing? You're <laughs> in the game. You're you're doing all these crazy things. Uh, Steve, I didn't know if you wanted to chime in here. I, I see you're on mute. Um, you're you're more than welcome. You don't have to speak if you just want to listen in. That's certainly fine too. But uh, there we go, Steve. How's it going? Good. Uh, uh, how are you guys doing? Doing good, well. Good. Doing well. What's uh, what's your take on all this discussion regarding Glass now and uh, the Rays trying to remain competitive uh, despite his injury? Honestly, you guys have all said it all, really. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything more to add. Everything's been very comprehensive, so um, I can definitely see everything from uh, multiple perspectives. I mean, we, I mean, but we, we definitely have so many, so many guys on on the forty man, like in Durham right now. I mean, you mentioned Patino. We have a long list of of starting pitching depth or just pitching depth. And I mean, we've got guys that I'm sure we're going to call up and, and things like that, you know, call them up, send them down, things like that to fortify the rotation. I, I don't know. And I, but I definitely agree that, um, I'm sure there's a non-zero chance of it, but it's probably as close to zero as possible that we would ever get a Max Scherzer ever. And I don't think the Rays would give up that prospect capital for it. And they're certainly not going to take on a ridiculous amount of contract. Right. What, what was so funny, Ulysses? Uh, I don't know um, if anybody listened to Friday's show where we had Channel <laughs> 10 WTSP Sports Director Evan Klosky on. And Evan is new to the market. He doesn't, I don't know if, uh, not to speak for him, but uh, again, the Rays do things a little bit differently. They don't just uh, play fantasy baseball here and, uh, you know, go to that, whatever that website is where you enter in trade scenarios and try to find one that fits. Like Max Scherzer just, I don't think, is in the cards. I, I thought Ulysses was about to throw his laptop through Zoom and, and uh, you know, strangle Evan with the uh, microphone cord. I, I was trying to keep it cool. I was trying to yeah. keep it cool. Uh, I don't know if, if that's the way that it came out on the audio, but uh, in the video, I was uh, I was getting red in the face. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's that's definitely not going to happen. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, look, of course it's fun to talk about. I mean, come on, it's Max freaking Scherzer. Like, who wouldn't want that guy uh, in the rotation? You, you I want Trevor Story. I want Max Scherzer. <laughs> I want Mike Trout. I want uh, yeah, Otani. Yeah, give me Otani. I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, yeah, that, that that it's it's not fantasy baseball, and, and I'm and I'm gonna steal that line for the podcast uh, next next time. So, yeah, just so you know. Speaking of which, I, it, I we don't have really. I, I got to get off here because we're uh, I'm in Charlotte and on other people's time. It's uh, it's a little vacation for me, but uh, and I think Ulysses and I will have this discussion next week. But the All Star voting and um, the fact that like Mike Trout has played 30 games and he's right up there at the top of the list. Byron Buxton's played like 25 games. Like I, I don't have an issue with a lot of the other guys that have 
that that are in the lead in the leading of all star voting. All the other guys, for the most part, are very very deserving. Like I I I don't know if I can in my right mind pick Austin Meadows over Shohei Otani for the utility spot, but right. some guys that have played like a quarter of half of the season, like what are you doing? Come on, there's more deserving guys out there this year, but I'm sure that's a discussion we'll have uh, at a later later point there. Well, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you, so it, it, it's funny because they, it was locker room initially. Hopefully you guys, I mean, clearly not confused because you found the right spot here, but uh, I had no idea that locker room was actually part of uh, Spotify venture, but they've changed it to Spotify green room. And it looks like a little bit of a better uh, interface here and, and uh, a little kind of cooler application. So hopefully they got a, they got, they got a cosmetic surgery here. Uh, they got bought out and they got prettier. So th- that's fantastic. Yeah, they they went to LA and, and hired the best plastic surgeon uh, to, uh, <laughs> to update the app. So, but guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Zach, Carlos, Melissa, Mark, Steve, uh, Jesus, Ulysses, of course, as sure. well. Um, we'll, uh, we'll try to find Thanks, a guys. We will find a time next week as well, but thank you all for joining us and, and hopefully things get better. Hopefully we get a W today. That would Let's be get a W. Yeah, man. Let's get a W. Uh, we got to do it. Uh, before we go, everybody tap each other on your icons twice. So Zach, tap everybody's uh, icon. I want everybody to get some gems. Thank you so much for participating. So everybody give each other some gems. So, you know, you, you, you collect gems. I don't know what it is, but, you know, there you yeah. go. We got gems. <laughs> there we go. Very good. It'll be uh, Fleming and Gilbert on the mound, and maybe we'll see Fleming go a little bit deep. Maybe That'd be it. nice. That'd be nice. Yep. We'll go from Have there. Have a good okay. one, guys. Thank All right, guys. You. Take care. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. 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 B